It's showtime, baby. Let's go. Woo! Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman Jeff Trenopole, and it's always awesome for you, sports from a West Side point of view, right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home Midwest best baby. They got Uno wings, they got G Funk, they got CTB wings, they got delicious chili, dude. It is awesome. Go check out Midwest Best. Exactly. Go check out Midwest Best. They are a proud sponsor with me. I appreciate them. Uh, go check them out there. They have delicious wings, like I said. I always thought the wings, CTV wings, the Uno wings, uh, the, the G-Funk. They're all amazing. Go check them out. And like on the third Saturday of the month, go get the ribs. They are delicious. What's up to everybody? I am live streaming. This is Sports Show, right? So I was, hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for notification. I am live streaming on ZTV, YouTube, Facebook, X, and Rumble. And as always, I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here. It's the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know it. We hit the jackpot when we drafted Joe Burrow. Make sure you're geared up for our Super Bowl run next year. Get the hats, get the hoodies, all at jackpotjoey9.com. Remember, portion of proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Foundation. And welcome to a new sponsor, which I don't have the picture for them yet. I, uh, my, my apologies, I will get that on it. But Meyer Door Windows, go check them out. I use them uh, for my own personal house. I, I got them two years ago. Put all new windows uh, in our house, and they are amazing. They Go check them out. They'll be down at the Home and Garden Show this weekend. So uh, make sure if you need new windows, doors, anything like that, check out Meyer Door and Windows. What's up to everybody in the chat? We got, oh, it, it's blowing up right now. I think it's Bruce is still talking to everybody. Everybody's over there watching Bruce. We got Stranger in there. We got Brad in there. And we got a whole eight people watching. So I appreciate all you guys who are watching. Anyway, so it's February. 22nd, 2024. Uh, T. Higgins has not been tagged yet. Um, I don't... It, when it happens, it's not going to happen to like the last possible day. Um, but we got a lot to discuss about the Bengals. We got a lot to, to discuss about UC. UC is driving me freaking nuts. Because it's the end of February. We are toward the end of conference play. We're getting towards March, March Madness. And we're doing the same stuff we did in January. We're turning the ball over. We're not making defensive stops. We're missing easy shots. We're missing our free throws, which usually has never been a great free throw shooting team anyway. Those things, and, and I love Wes Miller, but to me, is that coaching? Because they're doing the same stuff. You're, and I, I understand the Big 12 is a very, very 
difficult conference. It's the, 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 the toughest conference in the country. But you had a chance to win every single game in the Big 12. You should have won most of them. And you haven't improved. You keep doing the same stuff. And why, for the love of God, when Jizzle James started taking over, I understand defense, all that stuff, I get it. But why did you take him out and then leave him out to all, like the last two minutes of the game? Put Day-Day in. Put Jizzle in there. Put your two guys that are your two best at handling the ball and hopefully getting you in the right position to make the shots, to, to, to take the win. Why are you, you not, why did you ice Jizzle James? Because you literally iced him. He was hot. He was making good plays. Yes, defensively, he made some mistakes. He's a freshman. I'll take that because you keep putting Day-Day in there and nothing gets Day-Day, but we keep doing the same thing and we're not winning and we're not, we keep losing by four points, five points, eight points. You know, it's, it's, it's drives me nuts. Anyway, he's just sitting in the car waiting patiently for me to get, to stop rambling. <laughs> he is my boy. He's supposed to be on yesterday. Couldn't work it out. He's on today. He is game on. Hey, hey, come on, hit the button. What up, G-Money? What's going on? Let's go. Back in the car, round two. <laughs> round two. I, I, I don't want you anywhere else. I always want you in the car. That, that's, in the that's car. Awesome. That's awesome. Okay. Now, I can um, think freely. I don't have to think about screaming children, you know, my exactly. wife's, what, what her expectations are, any of that stuff, right? Exactly. Solely focus on sports. Exactly. Let's talk, let's talk to Bearcats here. And then we'll get we'll get into Bengals too as well, because we had some thoughts. Of me and me and me and like game on. We're already getting into before the show started. Like let let's wait till the show starts. Let's let's start Bearcats here real quick. Now Brad here says we should have only had two losses in the conference play the way we have played. I I, I can't disagree with that. And, and the thing, like I said, I was telling you, and I said at the beginning of my look here, what's driving me nuts is it, it, we're not improving. You know, and, and I, that that's the part where it's like. Yeah, it's it's the hardest competition they've ever played against. Mm -hmm. But you got to start getting better. You know, you got to start. Okay, well that this is what what the reason we're losing, and you keep, still keep doing the same thing. That's the part that's where I'm like, is it coaching? Is 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 West not coaching them up enough, or are they just not listening? I mean, I don't know. What's your thoughts, Game? I I think I think first and foremost, Wes is a players' coach, and that can be a detriment because. From what I've seen, the things that I've seen over his tenure at UC, which I think we're in his third year, correct? Yeah. Yep. Third so, year. you know, up to his third year, we've had rotation issues. We've had issues offensively with setting up guys or, you know, guys actually taking taking the ball and doing something with it. Uh, meaning, you know, uh, being able to run the offense efficiently, you know, finding the right score or the guy, the guy who's supposed to be the guy that we have signed as the guy. You know, at the beginning of the season, just not being that guy, right? Mm -hmm. And then other people having to fill in, um, and then and then obviously defensively, uh, we're looking at inconsistencies in, in in at the at the rim defense. We're looking at inconsistencies on perimeter defending, on switching ability, all of these different things, and wide open three pointers. So I think the one thing that that I think about when I think about Wes's uh, tenure here at UC is inconsistency. First and foremost, it, it's just been so inconsistent of of a team, no matter what year you look at. Right. And and I think we can also take away from this is West needs to get better in terms of how he manages these guys. There's a lot of questions as to why Ravion is not on the court and we could really use some scoring right now, couldn't we? 
especially yeah. at the three-point position. What were we, 25% uh, last night yeah, from three? Well, but at this point, he better redshirt. He better, they better not lose, oh, yeah, lose yeah, the He's year. got a redshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's got to now. He's got a redshirt. Yeah, at but, this point, it's it's, it's over. Go but ahead. I think I think Wes trusting in these junior college transfers, trusting in these guys that are seniors that have trans, transferred over, that have been in the system maybe one year, maybe two years, has kind of been a detriment to this team because you and I both feel like Jizzle is a much better scorer. He can be that guy at the end of games. He should have been in with two minutes to go. He should have been the guy with the ball in his hands to be able to make a decision at the end of that game. Especially with not- the run he was on when he took him out. It looks like he was starting to take the game over. And that's what we don't have. We don't have, like like back in the, in the day, we'd have, we'd have Steve Logan or we'd have uh, Lazelle yeah. Durden or we'd have Kenny Martin or we'd have, we'd have these guys that, all right, I can give him the ball. And, and and I know he's going to either make the right decision, the right pass, or he's going to score. Right. That's what Jizzle looked like he was starting to do, and Wes benched him and he iced him, and, and he didn't bring him back till the last two minutes. And and, and the the argument is, well, he trusts Day Day Mar. Fine, put them both in at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing too, we have to consider, and I said this before we got on, is some of these transfers they're coming from programs that are less than Big Twelve competition. And we're trying to tell them to to be high-level Big 12 players, right? Mm-hmm. And, and while that makes us competitive, it doesn't push us over the top. So we're still in this kind of phase that we were last year where we're almost the tournament team, but we're not quite there. And you're just seeing the same inconsistencies that we saw at the beginning of the well, season. Well, that, that goes to my point. That's where I'm like, why are we not getting better? And I don't want to hear talent. We got yeah. talent. And I understand what you're saying. These guys played – at, at you know the AAC and lower levels, but we've been in this competition of the Big Twelve since January. Yeah, and they've been in every freaking game. Yes, that, and, and I get I get all that. That's where I'm like, you've got to start getting better. You got to quit somehow. Stop doing the same stuff. Whatever you're doing is is consistent. And you said West is inconsistent. Well, they've been very consistent this year. They're in every single game. They start off terrible. <laughs> they come back. <laughs> they get the lead, and then. And then the other team takes the lead, and UC's fighting like scratch and call to try to, to get back in with the last two minutes, and they do, but then yeah. they, they they lose it. And that's and so they're consistently consistent losing the exact same way. That's the part that is, is I'm like, that's the part that I don't understand why it's not getting any better. Because I mean, I've seen college guys go improve. You know, throughout the yeah. year, I think Jizzle James has has improved. I, I do. I, I think I think Skillings has improved. I think these guys, those two, have gotten better. I do. I I, I hate I hate this guy. I I, I like um, Vic, but I'm okay that Wes hasn't played in the last two games because he was shrinking in in this this pressure of, of playing in the Big Twelve. He he's become softer. You know, he's Chris Boat. He's, he's Chris Boat, man. He right. had, yeah. He had a great spurt. Where yeah. he was just playing at an elite level, and then all of a sudden it all came crashing down, and now he he's trying to find himself and and just can't, just just yeah, can't. That's a, that's a great that's a great comparison because I remember the last two games he played. I'm like, why are you standing at the three point line? Then he'd shoot it. Like, don't shoot it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? You, oh my god! But I'm like, so there are guys that have improved, but it's like he can't. West keeps going. With, and I'm not. It's not shaking. It's Day Day. Day Day's made made a shot to win a game before. He's played good. You gotta have. It's more. It's more 
Jizzle. Why isn't Jizzle in there? Skillings has been in there. Why isn't Jizzle in there at the end? I mean, Lukosius has got the balls to take the shots. He does, and right. I give him credit for it. But he doesn't make them, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, it's, and that, that's the thing. is, And they're good shots that he's taking. They're not going in. I'm like, try something different at the end of the game. Try, try Jizzle. I'm not saying Jizzle's going to fix everything, but why the hell not? And I mean, he did put him in, like I said, the last two minutes. But he sat for 10, 7 minutes, something like that. Right, right. Yeah, I Lukosius has kind of wanted to be the guy, right? And he's he's had a couple winners. He's had a couple winners this year. But mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, he cannot be like he's proven that he can't consistently make those shots at the end of games. And they've just they've got to have another guy that can step up. And conceivably, Jizzle, I mean, you you talked about it before, what, 15 minutes last night, 15 points. I mean, if yeah. that's a guy that's a walking bucket. You put them in at the end of games, at the very least, right? If you don't trust right. his defense, you put them in at the end of the game. Like that three-point opportunity where it was, I think it was Day-Day that ended up taking the top of the court three uh, with less than a minute to go that ended up rimming out. And then Newman ended up getting it in. Like that's got to be Jizzle's shot, right? That's got to be Jizzle's so. shot. Draw up a play for Jizzle James, allow him to take that shot. Completely agree. And that's something, like I said, situationally, Wes has, got, has, to, get, has to get better at. Now, mm-hmm. having said all this, I think the average UC fan is going to compare Wes Miller-led team to how Mick Cronin progressed in his time and his yeah, beginning. It took forever for Mick to get going. But, but Cronin, Cronin, I think by after year three, we were a tournament team every single year for what yeah. nine years yeah. straight? Nine years straight? Uh, yeah. I, was, I, I think it was. I think it was. It might have been four, but anyway, yeah, I, I got you. I, yeah. No, it, 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 it had to have been more than that because we were like seven in a row. Like we were tied with Michigan State. Was it? I don't. Of, I don't remember. It yeah. could have been seven. Honestly, eight, I don't remember. But, yeah. So, but we were. But, well, you're right. Your point is yes. We were consistently a, a tournament team. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. And, point is. Point is. Next year. Next year's the year, man. If, if it's gotta next be. year they are not a tournament team, that's when the Bearcats need to sit down and have a serious conversation as to whether Wes Miller needs to lead this team moving forward. Because if these inconsistencies that we're talking about still exist even in the next season, and now we're talking about a full team established by Wes, there's no longer any Mick guys around, you know, Lockin will be a senior next year, like, well, I think should, Lockett might be gone. I, I think exactly. Lockett's transferred somewhere else. To be he honest. should be able to come up with a successful team that gets into the tournament. Nine. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, nine. 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 Twelve seasons for Mick. Three of them not in tourney. Nine of them in tourney. Yeah. And, n- and nine of them were, were, I think we made it to the Sweet 16 once. Because <laughs> mixed teams mixed teams could play defense and rebound the ball, but they couldn't make shots to save their freaking life. Couldn't make shots. Couldn't oh, make drove, shots. Uh, oh, so, and, and the, the one team we – the best chance we had was, was – what was that, 2015, 2016? Gary, against Gary Clark. Gary Clark. Uh, yeah, we had we, – dude, I still – that game – I still remember this. We, we, I was at a, a bar with my dad watching the game, and the game, the game was over, and I, I was – Still watching. We were up by like, I don't know, 17, 25. 12 points, something like that. 12, uh, 25, that's right. We're about 25 <laughs> points. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching the game still. But I'm talk, we're talking about, okay, all right, who we play here and all this. Moving on to, you know, I think we're going to win this. Also, I look at we're going, yeah. holy shit, they're about to tie the game. I'm like, 
I, like, what the hell happened? It's like, ah, uh, that the Martin that... twins. Remember that yeah, oh, the Martin yep. twins. But the yep. big, the big deal in that game was Cumberland gets mm -hmm. the fourth foul, yep. and Mick wants to take him out, and Mick yep. trusts Cumberland because Cumberland comes over and he says, "I got, I it. got." It. And yep. then a couple minutes Fout later, out. boom, fouled out, yep. and no plays drawn for Gary Clark in the last eleven minutes of that game. Nope. Disgraceful. Nope. He was your best rebounder your best mm -hmm. score outside of cumberland on that mm -hmm. roster oh yeah he, he's, he's the best best guy on the block we had that year i mean uh washington was actually pretty good washington i always remember him i don't know how the hell his shot ever went up he it was such he was like shot put it yeah <laughs> like i was like how does that go in but it would go in but i mean yeah that that was that was mick's best best team and i think that's the team we if i if i'm not mistaken we we took uh he took that team to the Big East final uh, uh, the tournament final and lost to, to Louisville. If, I, if I'm yes, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I think I think that's it. I think so, that's anyway, the year. It's but yeah, but getting back to, to this year's team, I do agree with you that next year it, it, they got to make turn. And, and it's not it's not over yet. I mean, if they go and they beat Houston and they make some noise in in, in the Big Twelve tournament, they still could get in. I mean, yeah, I think I think Lavar's got them at, at the first four out now. I mean, it's 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 the bubble's almost burst. But they got they they got to win these these games and they got to make noise in the tournament and that's the, where it's like good. The bubble good. has burst for me, but I agree with you. And again, as I said before, the Bearcats play up and down to their competition. So I do think the Bearcats will be incredibly competitive in that Houston game. If they come away with a couple wins, then you know, make and, and their quad one wins, then definitely I right. think. You know, that well, will push them into the conversation, at least onto the bubble conversation. I don't think they're on the bubble right now. I think they're off the bubble. No, they're out. They're out right now. Yeah, I agree with you. Comfortably off out. the bubble right now. Yeah, but you yeah they got to get some wins. You beat Kansas. You beat mm -hmm. Kansas State, these other teams. Yeah. And then you go into the tournament. You win two of those games in the Big 12 tournament. I think then we could talk. We could that's start what's, talking about that's what's That's what's so good about being in the Big 12. Yeah, we're out right now, but you win a couple of these teams. Like, they're all quad one wins. I mean, everything. By the way, Kyle said, what's up, game on? This guy cooks on spaces. Let's go, Kyle. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, what's up, Darth? Darth uh, Paul is there. Darth, uh, Darth, oh, I thought I saw Darth. Nope. Uh, Mar Paul. Marshall, what's going on? People are starting to show up now. What's up, Crip? What's, what's going up? on? What's up, all right, gentlemen? So, gentlemen? All right, so, I, and I, I was talking to my dad about this earlier today. This, this basketball team is more frustrating than the football team was. The football team... Once we got to the point where we started losing, we weren't even in the games. You know, that that's the part that it's like, all right, well, I didn't expect, you know, I got to the end, I'm like, all right, well, we're not going to win. You know, I, I got I got to the middle way of the, the season, all right, we're not going to the bowl game. We're not going to, you know, I can win most of these games. This one is just like, dude, we're right freaking there in all these damn games. That's where I'm like, I, I, I was still like, there's still hope. I'm like, right now, I, they're, they're out. I, they're not in, they're NIT bound. And if they are NIT bound, they better win the damn thing. If they do go to the NIT, they better win the thing. Or, or at least don't go to, to, to South Dakota State or North Dakota State or wherever the hell they went to last year and lose. Lose. Utah you, Valley You can't State. do that. Utah Valley. Utah, Utah, Valley, Utah Valley. You can't do that. And I was pissed <laughs> we did that last year. I'm like, seriously? I'm like, we lost to who? In the NIT? I'm like, you can't do that. So that's another thing for me is if they are if they are NIT bound, that's where they play. They better win this thing, at least make it to the to the final four or something, yeah. because that at least shows improvement. You know, and they can't 
and that's just like uh, that's where I'm just I get irritated because it's just and I I keep saying this, but it's the same stuff. It's like why can't we improve upon that? That's the part I'm, I don't get. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I think you know if if the Bearcats, um, you know, go to the NIT, they accept that bid. I think they should be at least in the semifinals of the NIT. Again, at man, least. I, I it, this team it kills me because. At the beginning of the season, I was like, just just watching the games, right? After the Xavier game, you were like, oh, it's going to be that one yeah, of those. I was going to say, yeah, I thought it was going to be bad. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not going to be good this yeah, year. Yeah, and then yeah. after that, like, the Bearcats kind of turned on the shooting again. They beat, they go to BYU, they beat BYU, and you're like, holy shit, like, this team might do something. Then they, you know, they they come back home, they, they have the win against TCU, and you're like, hang on. Now we got two quad one wins. What are we doing here? This team might be cooking. And then, you know, I kind of, it's, it's, so it's been a really roller coaster season. And what I like to see from this year, it, it finishing is just, just finish strong, man. Just, just exactly. what I need to see is at least, you know, win against another quad one team, quad one team. I need to see a win there, but I also need to see this team just, just continue to play hard. Just don't give yeah. up. Just and and I, I will give play. them credit. They, they have. They have not given up. And, and to me, it's got to be frustrating as hell to be this close to winning every single one of these games and, and keep failing over and over and over again. But but they, they keep fighting. They keep calling. They keep and I give and that I give that credit to Wes. I, I do of not letting them give up. But it, it is it, it's still there. And so I, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll, we'll see what happens. And I agree with you. Once we got our ass kicked by Xavier game, which. Dude, game on. Xavier, I've said this. They could when they play UC, we, they can go across half court. Xavier can go across half court, turn around, shoot the ball out of their ass, and it would go in. Xavier Ol- makes Olivari. everything. Yeah. People need to know we heavily recruited Chris Olivari, and he made us pay for it when he did not come here. Yep, <laughs> he what thirty-four exactly. points that night? Was he like Dude, seven of eleven from three-point range? Some, yeah, some, yeah. some ridiculous. And then we turn around and lost to Dayton. And I'm like, this is not gonna be good, man. Yeah. But and then and then Big Twelve the play started like the light switch went on. They started playing like I I the talent and that that's, that's the thing is they have talent and it's not it's not they don't have talent they have talent because if they didn't have talent they wouldn't be competing with these guys and they're competing with them. They, the hell they compete with Kansas in Kansas. Yeah. So we don't I don't want to hear I don't want to hear they don't have talent. You know, Wes is a good, good recruiter. It's just they're not finishing. Games. And if, they, if you just quit turning the damn ball over 17 to 25 times a game, you'd win these games. You, know? you got to make your free throws, though, Jeff. I mean, that's we, been... Dude, we've never been... When was the last time UC was a good free throw shooting team? I mean, I mean we've been talking about 30 years. <laughs> even, even in the Cronin era, like at the end of games, at the end of games we're talking, right? They would be able to make their free throws. Even the guys that would shoot 68% from the stripe. Would oh, be able man. to go up there, make their free throws. The jihad Mohammeds of the world. <laughs> you know, if, if I remember correctly, pre pre Cronin, it was Army and Kirkland that sunk two against Memphis in the. In no, the Army Co- Kirkland could shoot. What? Army <laughs> Kirkland could shoot. Yeah, I, I, I remember yeah. him. He he, so, he he was definitely a shooter. Shooter. So 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 the Bearcats they've 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 struggled to shoot free throws, but when push came to shove at the end of games, when you got to make free throws, usually. In the Cronin era, I felt like they were able to come through. And these two games, the Texas game and the Kansas game, I just look at it and like, man, the <laughs> Newman on the one and one in the oh. Texas game, dude. And, and to miss but, that, and then 
the defense. If you know, was, turn, how many times turned the ball over that game? <laughs> Seventeen, I think. Seventeen, uh, eighteen. Yeah. Somebody quit turning the ball over. It won't come down to the free throws. It won't come down to it. Yeah. And, right. and there's times like I saw. Uh, I, I think it was Jizzle or Day Day. No, Skillings did this last night, where he was <laughs> he brought the ball up and it looked like he just threw it to the other guy. Now he busted his ass and made a great defensive play and blocked him from behind. Yeah. But he was just dribbling the ball off the court. And it's just like, here you go. It's like, where are you? <laughs> where are you Skillings, dribbling the ball to? Skillings is another animal, man. Where it's like, it's like he could play really, really phenomenal one night, and then the next mm-hmm. night he could have uh, zero he's... points and five turnovers. Dude, he, 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 he's going to be good. And, and the reason he, he's only been playing basketball since the ninth grade. That's I mean, that's I did ridiculous. not know that. Okay. Yeah, he just he didn't really start playing. Well, I mean. Like on a team, he played. You know, he played. He might have played pickup games or but he never like made a rec, team rec until. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how much he played, but he didn't really start playing organized basketball till the freshman year of high school. So wow. that's where. And, and the thing is, like, he once he. And that's what gives me hope. Him and Jizzle, they're they're like what skills is he a sophomore, junior, something like that. I, I think he's a sophomore. Anyway, he's a sophomore. they're. they're yeah, they're young players. Jizzle's a freshman. Their their le- their level is here. Their level could be here. Their level could be you know top players in, in college basketball. Yep. That's the yeah yeah, and that that's what gives you you hope that you know th- there is a chance that this can work out. And the thing is, like as long as these guys don't transfer, because you never know with the transfer portal and all that stuff. We get a lot of these guys uh, back next year, and we add um, oh crap, who were you just talking about that we said should redshirt. Oh, Ravion. Yeah, Ravion. We add Ravion to that. That alone, dude, that that puts you, I mean, skill-wise. You got McKinley coming next year, too, as well. Yeah, like, I'm yeah, excited I mean, about skill, him. Skill-wise, we could be top 25 at the preseason. We could. Go. The biggest thing we need, Jeff, is a capable center. We need a capable center who can rebound, who can guard in the paint, Somebody that can play good defense. We just Aziz is too. He's too thin to be able to, you know, body you get the monster guys. That's that's the that's, you got the monster factory, dude. I'm like he's back, so I I can see him putting some more weight on next year. I, that's where yeah. I, I think they're gonna. If that I agree with you. If that they do do that, that if he gets yeah, if he can add like thirty pounds on him next year, dude, that yeah. that's it right there. I mean, if he can do it, he's still, still athletic. You know, we'll see. My brand here says I hope Jizzle stays and doesn't hit the portal. I, I don't. I, I don't know. If I'm not worried about that because I. No, I, I think that, he knows he's he's the guy. He's the guy. Well, the, th- the, the thing is though, the portal isn't always about playing time too. It's all about money. You know, and that, that's the thing where where teams are, are going to out outpay us. I mean, they just are. I mean, I if, think I think the one thing we have working for us though is the fact that we do have Wes and he is a yeah. player's coach and, and people so, like him. Like, they like yeah, the kids they they love to play for them. They they mm-hmm. they live with them. They die with them, man. And yeah, that's something we have working in our favor at the very least. Right. So I, I, it's it's gonna be interesting. I mean, because it I I love and hate the portal all at the same time. You know, it's it's good and bad because just because you know they're offering you more money or whatever, the ultimate goal is for these guys is to get paid to play basketball somewhere. Either NBA, overseas, G League, something. That's the ultimate goal. Right. And you can get your money now and you go to a 
worse situation than you're in. Jesus is in a pretty good situation. I mean, I I, I think next year he's definitely, well, hopefully it changes this year that he's in at the end of the game, you know, more than he is now. De- definitely next year he's going to be in uh, during the end of the game, and I think a lot of stuff's going to be put on him next year. So Yeah, we'll I can't happens, wait for next year because it's going to be Jizzle and Ravion together. And I, you know, I can't wait till be- that I can't wait till next year because by the time next year, the, the Bengals will have already won the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you know, and the Reds will win the World Series. <laughs> the Reds will win we'll, we'll, the World Series. The Bengals will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll FCC will, FCC will win their yeah. tournament in soccer. I mean, we'll have right. a three-peat. So, yeah, they're talking first... dynasty. You know, Chiefs, they got their little dynasty, right, in football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, we've got the dynasty in exactly. all sports, right? It'll be, it'll be, it's uh, for, from that day forward. Cincinnati be known, known, uh, known as Champinati. Champinati, Champ, Champinati. Exactly. I, I'm gonna get the t-shirts and get them, get them printed out. But uh, FC is actually playing tonight, if I'm not mistaken. And it's not. I don't. It's some. They have. I, I've tried to get into soccer, but I yeah. get so. That's such a long season, dude. I didn't realize they started playing. Thirty-seven I mean, they started, games. Yeah, they start playing tonight, and they ended the championship game was in November, first week of December, yep. something like that. So they got a a a, a tournament that they're they're in tonight, and then their first game of an MLS, I think, is Saturday. Wow. So yeah, so I mean, it's and the thing is, and I hate this, and I said this, I had Richard Skinner on my show last year. We talked a little FC, and I said, "Would it be such a Cincinnati thing to to get?" I said, "Get over to the championship game and lose." They lost before they got to the championship game. I'm like, God, now they're officially a Cincinnati team. <laughs> you get all the way up there and you crush your hopes and dreams. But I, I think FC is definitely got a shot of, of, of doing this again and doing it back-to-back. They were the best team in soccer last year. I mean, but yeah. it wasn't even close. They won every freaking award you could win in the MLS except the championship. Except that. And freaking Columbus beat us. Burning, building the team up. I mean, they're top five in spend every year. They're getting guys that are prominent players within the MLS and also have success outside the MLS, bringing them in, and, and, and they're creating this collective unit that are super successful. And, and you know, uplifting guys like Acosta. Brandon Vasquez got noticed by the U.S. men's national team because mm-hmm. he was so successful with FCC. I mean, they, they – uh, They've just done a, a really phenomenal job with the with the team, and yeah, I only expect it to get better. I mean, I expect right. us to be in it this year. I expect us to be one of those teams that's competing. And now we got we got Miazga back, and we've got Miles Robinson together on the yeah. defense. So uh, Miazga to... losing him was 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 that hurt us last year? Yes, <laughs> losing him hurt us. And, and and not to not no to no no cap on the uh, Nick Haglin. He's a he's a hometown product from Xavier University, mm-hmm. right? But, right. But I much rather have a guy that has U.S. men national experience, <laughs> yeah. has yeah. had some success in the MLS, and was not picked up. Like uh, Haglin came with us on the USFL team, right? right. I need right. somebody of an MLS right. caliber well, to step yeah, into that well, role if we need somebody well, he, he, to come off the bench. He won the best, the best. Well, I don't remember the name of the war, but the best defensive player of the year. So I mean, and we had he wasn't in the last game that we freaking needed because he decided to chase the the refs into the locker room or something. What, like that. Whatever that, whatever that was. Yeah, I don't whatever even, I don't even know what it was. It was crazy, yeah. but yeah, I'm gonna try to watch that. Do you know there's a, a documentary uh, about FC and how they they got started and stuff? It's like a four part thing or something like that. Yeah, but trying to really? find. 
Yeah, it's it's through all everything through MLS is all through Apple TV. You got to try to either subscribe to Apple TV or figure out a way around it <laughs> to, 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 to find it. I'm, I'm trying to find it. I like to watch that. It's, I, I've been to one FC game. I want to go this summer, and I want to go in one of the pubs and be there for the march because the march looks cool as hell. I want the march. The march. Just just really quick on this. So. One of my friends from college was one of the guys that started up the mega. Like he is the main guy that was oh, really? running the megaphone. Yeah, my nice. one of my great friends from college. He, he's the guy who started the megaphone and had the idea of the march being this right. thing. Right. Um, you know, one of his good friends is a is a drummer there. They do that whole cheer stuff. I mean, it's. The atmosphere at an FCC game is absolutely incredible. But what they've done, certainly from the time that they were as a USFL team, um, you know, playing Louisville. And I went to their mm -hmm. very first game. I got a jersey, $36, just to let you know. Very first jersey, very first game. Money well spent. Money well spent. Against Louisville FC. And I think we ended up losing 2-1. But, um, but, man, from, from that, from, you know, there was probably only about I would say a couple thousand people in the stands, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And that very first game to what they are now, oh, yeah. it's it's just incredible. It's, it's I, incredible I the transformation. That, I was never sold that soccer was going to work here. I'm like, yeah, like you were into USFL or, or whatever it was called. I said, then you get into the to, to MLS, the ticket prices are going to go up, especially that nice new stadium. But dude, they sold that that thing out. And they I sold said, it out. Yeah. They're one of the they're one of the most consistent sellouts in the MLS. And Jeff, right. this speaks to the market plan of the NHL, potentially Thank you. the NBA. Thank you. I mean, a lot of people say, hey, would you go and watch an FCC game when the Reds are playing? And maybe, you know, maybe the Bengals are already playing too. Or maybe, you know, they're playing this weekend and they're playing at home. Like, would you catch a FCC? They're sold out. Right. There's a market Dude, I, for that, Jeff. I had this argument. I had this well, I don't argue a discussion with my my brother, who's a big hockey guy. I mean, he he's he, I mean, I'm a big. My son grew up playing hockey, so I like hockey too. Um, he's a big Cyclones guy, and nothing against the Cyclones or anything, but he's like, yeah, I really don't see us supporting. I said, how? I said, he said, he goes because you know the, the Columbus Blue Jackets are so close. I said, all right, yeah. we got FC Cincinnati and we got Columbus. I said, we got the Indianapolis Colts and we got the Bengals. So don't sit right. there and tell me, well, it won't happen because we have this. It could happen. And the thing that drives me nuts, people are like, ah, that, that, you really think that's going to happen? The NHL commissioner said Cincinnati was, they were in talks. That's all he said. And there's yeah. been talks about. Preliminary. 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 But but he said it. He didn't, if it wasn't serious, he wouldn't have said it. If it, there wasn't any, any, any substance to it, he wouldn't have said it. Now he said Atlanta, he said Nashville, he said Portland. He said a couple other ones too. But there is stuff there and there's talks about. Trying to get a new a new indoor uh, uh, arena down by TQS Stadium or tearing down the Coliseum. Yeah. Yes, I still call it the Coliseum, but tearing that down, which is where I would I want it to be there. I want to tear the Coliseum down and build it right there. I think that would be cool. But either way, they anywhere they build it, it's going to be great. And the thing is, if you get that, it's not only good for trying to get an NHL team or potentially an NBA team. It's good for the city because we can get. And they're already uh, they're redoing the 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 the. Uh, Convention center because we yeah. need to get more conventions. We need to get more stuff here. You know, the convention center is tied in. You tie the convention center in with a brand new state of the art indoor arena. That right, right. there is going to get more stuff into our city. Yeah. So that's more money they, for they, city, more money for taxpayers, all that stuff. It's all good. 
Hamilton County has been looking for a way to bring more recording artists to Cincinnati and create a platform for concerts, right? They did it with yep. Taylor Swift and Paul Brown Stadium. They kind of wanted to add a dome to Paul Brown Stadium so they can make this like a year-round thing where mm -hmm. there was no weather permitted. Like they would be able to just, you know, reach out to this one and this one and this one. And then because that one night with Taylor Swift, I, I don't know. I don't know if you know this. Millions upon millions. I oh, think what I know. Like, my my, my daughter-in-law is a is a big Swifty. Yes, I know that. Her her and my son went out. They they were sat outside <laughs> the right. stadium to get to go uh, to go see it. And yeah, Crip here said, yeah, we we get March Madness here. I mean, that's we can we can get that. There's so many things so that many. we could we could do if you if you get that. I mean, hell, we could get the NFL draft here if you get that into arena. We could get that would be someplace to do the the NFL, especially between that and what, how they fix up the college, uh, the uh, convention center. That's how you get the NFL draft here. That's how you you have the venues to have the stuff. That's you know that. So it's that more, would be so sick. That would just oh, be would so sick. That. I mean, Cincinnati right now. I think we have the best team in mind in terms of you know trying to create a plan in order to create revenue for Hamilton mm -hmm. County, and I mm -hmm. think they're doing a phenomenal job so far and i think it's only going to get better as the years go along like they're they're really really thinking in terms of hey how can we bring in revenue for the city but also be able to support our sports teams right. and like i said before man if we got a hockey team i think oh, it'd be dude. similar to the mls oh. where fcc we we it. have a rivalry with columbus i think if we get a hockey team within cincinnati we'd have an immediate rivalry with columbus initially and then I think like this is a this is a team that people would get behind. I mean, hockey is a fun sport to watch in person. It, it might be one oh, of the dude, most fun sports to watch. It's in better person. in person. It's better in person than it is yeah. on TV. I tell people that all the time. It, it is it is awesome in person. And the thing I, that I like too is they got a blueprint of how to do this as far as building the new arena without yeah. using taxpayers' dollars, which would piss oh, everybody off and about that, Paul Brown that's Stadium. Music. That's music yeah. to somebody who's living in Hamilton County his entire life. Music right, yeah. right there. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're still I'm, we're still paying for the stadium, so that that's where they, the blueprint is there of how did they built TQL and you built. I mean, the new indoor arena is going to be about the same size as what TQL Stadium is, but more more seats in there because you're going to have a smaller field or, or court or ice. You know, so it's yeah. closer closer to that. So this is all all doable, and and it's just it's all things that I I'm here for. I mean, I've been wanting to get an NHL team and an NBA team here forever. I mean, that, NBA I don't know if that's happening or not, but if you get a new arena, you never know. But NHL is a possibility that that could happen. There's a chance, and yeah. I, I don't know. And this is how far I've gone. I've gone to think of different names and like, well, maybe they could be the. Uh, the Cincinnati Riverboats, and then like, and then incorporate. It was a kind of a dumb name, but I don't know. It's a Cincinnati thing. Cincinnati Riverboats, and I like to incorporate all the colors of the team. So you have red, black, white, and orange. And I'm kind of like, I wonder how that would look. Look, and I actually looked it up, and actually, it doesn't look bad. I mean, it's it's pretty a pretty cool combination if you if you look that up for you know just what about, what about what about the Cincinnati stacks or the Cincinnati tall stacks? Huh? The tall stacks. There you go. There you go. The Cincinnati lot, stacks. A lot of people bring back, oh, we got to call them the Stingers. Like, all right, I, I love the st Stingers was, was the old WHL, which uh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of that, like every team from that, except for Cincinnati, Houston, and somebody else, all went to the NHL, All everybody except us, and, and two of our teams. 
Stay, I like the name. I hate the colors. Yeah. I, it's yellow, black and yellow. I would. I do not want to root for a team that is black and yellow. I don't. I like. I just. Oh, I mean, I love FC, but I wish they would have picked a different color in blue. Blue is Kentucky. Like, ah, I wish it was. I don't know, black and orange or white and orange or. <laughs> That's just me, dude. That's like yeah, I'm, I'm worried yeah. about that stuff. I'm like, ah. I got you. Hey, I've always lived my life red, black, and orange, man. Always. Yeah. That's that's my entire color wardrobe right there. <laughs> yeah, this ain't gonna happen, Chance. Mighty Ducks. Since they Mighty Ducks, yeah. They, well, they already the, the, the Anaheim Ducks own that. So. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the indoor soccer team, a professional indoor soccer team called the Cincinnati Silverbacks? This was back yep. in the nineties, yep. baby. Yep, yep. I remember. I, I never went and saw a game, but I remember them. <laughs> I went. I went to a game. I went to a game with my father, and I remember thinking, "Man, this is the coolest thing." That was a fun game okay. too. I think they ended up winning five four. Oh, dude, we, we had we had a uh, when indoor uh, football arena football was big. We had I think uh, no no oh this is before the bandits. The bandits were like the second tier or whatever. But we had the Cincinnati Rockers that the, Rockers. Uh, the Gregory the Gregory family owned, and Ira Hillary was was the the wide receiver and uh, oh snap oh, right. I, I cannot remember the quarterback's name, but he was quarterback from Ohio State that got in trouble with gambling. <laughs> he was the quarterback. I can't remember. Somebody in the chat will, will, will remember, but that was that was down at the Coliseum, and that was that was funny. Yeah, I still call it the Coliseum. It's Heritage Bank or whatever the hell they call it now. It was the Coliseum for thirty years of my life until they started changing the name. So again, yeah. I'm old, but anyway. So yeah, I mean, it's 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 exciting, and, and uh, the earliest this would happen is 2028, because you gotta you gotta find out first. They gotta get the they gotta get the arena. They gotta build the arena, and then I think you could talk about getting an NHL team. That's gotta happen first. Fair. Where are you gonna do it? How are you gonna do it? All that stuff. It happened fairly quickly, though, for FCC. If they, if we get real steam behind this, well, that, but they had think... a place. We don't have a place for an NHL team to play. That's. I mean, yeah. the Coliseum. Yeah, it's too small to be. Honest. No, it's yeah. it's it's well. Plus the chairs. I mean, there's the renovation needs to happen. I saw Paul McCartney live at Heritage Bank, and it might have been you know four or five years ago, but my chair broke in the middle of the concert, so I had to stand up. That's how bad Heritage Bank is, well, man. I mean, it was built in 1970. Those I mean, it's older, yeah, it's older than I am, so. Uh, so uh, yeah, 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 yeah. guys. The good. only thing, all place I can think of is if they started before we got an arena is go over to Lower uh, Kentucky and put ice in there, in that place, which still isn't that big of an arena. But, I mean, Nippert, I mean, TQL is bigger than Nippert. So, I mean, so I mean, it could happen. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. A chair, well, chair's got a point here. He said the Coyotes are playing in a smaller arena than Heritage Bank this year. That's true. That's why I, I still don't know why the Coyotes are still in Arizona. I, I, I don't. Nobody supports them. And, you know, we'll see. He said Heritage could be a two-year. Yeah, it could, I mean, it could be. But for me, I want the arena there. <laughs> I think they would want I, us to want... renovate it first, right? Oh, yeah. and, and I also think like. Like similar to FC, I think they would want an arena solely just for their team, not to be right. used by the outside, right? right. And you'd have right. to right. have a millionaire come in and fund it. You know, birding came out of nowhere with FCC, right? Like, yep. you got to when we got to get the lenders involved, and we got to get you know, we got we got to get some more the people with money in Cincinnati involved. We need the uh, millions and millionaires to come out and help us out. <laughs> That's what we right. need. 
Because, I mean, if, if I was a millionaire, I'd be all for it. I would do it in a heartbeat, but um, maybe, maybe there, Joe you know. Burrow, maybe Joe Burrow. I mean, the volleyball hey, and now he owns the volleyball. Yeah, yeah, get it. Yeah, Joe, come on, you you can do it. I, you know, you know, Jackpot watches this show all the time. I mean, he's a loyal subscriber all the time. That's your guy, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Let him exactly. let him know next time you see him. Let him know. I will game I will. on, game on, and him have the exact same birthday. And I, so, I will let him know. I will, I will <laughs> next, next time the security lets me pass him to talk to him, I'll, I'll, I'll let him know. All right. So, uh, anyway, we for 44 minutes. Uh, shout out, like I said, to my sponsors, uh, T Properties, Midwest Best Barbecue. Go check out their food. The newest one, Meyer Window and Door. Like I said, I have them in my house right now. All My house got uh, brand new windows two years ago. They actually took... Uh, my sliding glass door and actually moved it over, took a window out, made the sliding glass door a window. They did all that for me. They are a good good crew. Make sure you, if you're looking for windows or anything, because if you want your house to be warm in the wintertime, get new windows. If you want it to be cool in the summertime, get new windows. And check out my windows and doors. All right, so which perfect time. The graphic just showed up. There you go. All right, let's talk some Bengals here. And this is something that me and Bengals and Brews were talking about. And this is not Again, this is not Joe Mixon hate. This is not any, anything hate. This is just putting numbers together and trying to make things work that they could possibly do. I do not think the Bengals will do this. But okay. if, and I didn't bring this bring this up. I think, I think uh, Paul Daner had this first. If the Bengals were to cut Mixon and cut uh, B.J. Hill, there's your money for T. Higgins for his tag year. That also frees you up money to go out and sign at a bouquet, if I say I say his name right, from uh, Baltimore, and you still have money to go out and sign a right tackle, sign some more uh, interior guys like like Fred, uh, what's his face from uh, Indianapolis, or guy or, or Stanley, or guys like that. There's still money there to do it, and, I, and we already got a big cap space, so it's not you know it's it's more to get a bouquet and T, because I don't know if we can do both with the money we have now. Yeah, what's your thoughts there? All right, so um, last last week we kind of talked about where the cap space is going to land. It's expected yep. that the cap space will land at 250 from reports I heard yesterday. So that will leave us with 68.8 million prior to tagging T. T's going to be tagged for around 21, and I think maybe 21 and a half. So that yep. leaves around, you around 2021. Yep. That that leaves you around 47 and a half to play with. Taking that 47 and a half, again, I'm going to bring it up to you again because I did last time. Uh, That's still six and a half more than what we signed or than what we had in 21 when we had our rebuild, right? When we signed Trey Hendrickson for for 16 mil per, we signed Trey Waynes for 16 mil per, we signed Larry Ogunjobi for one year, 7.5, we signed Mike Hilton three years, 28, we or four years, 28. We signed yep. uh, a three years, 22. Like we were able to sign all these guys. And then Eli Apple one year four. like we're, we were able. And then Riley Reef one year, mm-hmm. five and a half. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so the Bengals, all that was in one year, <laughs> the Bengals have all the money in the world to sign some tier three to tier four guys. So don't think that you have to cut Mixon. Or right. have to cut B.J. Hill in order to get it done. It's yep. just and, – and here's where I would say maybe the Bengals would cut a B.J. Hill or maybe they would take a look at a Nixon. Is if the Bengals had money had money uh, capped for, you know, another position, 
because of what's coming with Mixon, then then they might do it, well, right? I don't. The other thing, oh, oh, the other thing too is if you do that, you you also have money to sign Jonah. I think if you, if you if you Possibly. do what I'm talking about, you have money and you still have money to get the second tier guys for your defensive line and interior or offensive line. I think I think I like you're the you're, you're the math guy, not me. I'm just throwing, <laughs> throwing stuff out there and seeing if, I, if I'm right. I mean, is, is that does no, the money no, work no. out so, there? Or? So I think. I think on the back end is when you start talking about B.J. Hill. You don't talk about him on the front end. You know, uh, free agency starts March 11th. We got so many months to go. Tampering period is what, next Wednesday? Tampering what? period next one. Tampering period starts next what next Wednesday? Next next Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, 4 o'clock. Mixon's, yep. Mixon's contract with the bonus is due March 18th. So we have right. a full week to decide whether mm-hmm. we want to keep Mixon on to the roster right. or not. And that's right. going to be a crazy week for everybody. But the mm-hmm. B.J. Hill one, I think it comes with, hey, who do we sign in between that time, right, before we get yeah. to the season? And then I think we might go to B.J. and we say, hey, we're not going to not pay you this money. Well, we're going to restructure it in a way that you get the money, and then we're going to kind of account for it on the back end, right? Stretch so, it out. Just stretch where, it out a little bit. Because because I don't think when I when I tweeted this out the other day I don't think the Bengals want to lose the only productive player they have on the interior. I, I don't either, and like I said, I, I am not I, I am not saying they should do this at all. I love BJ Hill. I'll be scared to death because I, I, only way I want them, if they do cut him, they better have signed somebody <laughs> already. Because yeah. if we lose BJ, we got nobody. You, you got Zach Carter. That's it. And the that's, other that's question scary. is, what did they do with Hubbard, right? I mean, they can create money in so many different ways just by giving these guys brand new deals and giving them an extension for one or two years and making it a little bit less to help out with their cap space if they want to go use that elsewhere. So, I they mean, can also, they can also they can do, that, do with, that with. They can do that with, with upfront money, signing bonuses too, when they restructure. Can't signing they? bonuses. Yeah, that's right. Cash, that's right. Cash is king, baby. Go, go give them that money. Cash is king. They're probably going to give cash, though. I would expect them to give cash to the guys who are coming on the roster this year, right, versus the guys who are currently on the roster. So I would I would expect that upfront cash to come in in the you know signings of a Matt BK and the signings of you know potentially you know some of these interior guys like a Maurice Hurst or you know maybe it's a Sheldon Rankins, whoever can you know they they like in that rotation. Mm-hmm. But but I again. More than enough money right now to play with. And I think the BJ Hill one is a wait and see. And yeah. I think the Mixon one is one that if it's going to happen, it's going to happen as soon as free agency opens because they've had a relationship with this kid for a long time. They don't want to piss him off. He's meant a lot to Cincinnati. They want to memorize him in the right way. So you can expect as soon as free agency opens, he will either be cut immediately or if he's not cut immediately, if he's not cut within the first couple of days, Expect Mixon to be on the yeah. roster and them to pay him by Which the Which that honestly, that's what I expect. I don't what I'm talking about is I don't I do not expect the Bengals to do. I, I could see them restructuring BJ Hill. I could I could see that. Yeah. Because they, they did that with 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 with, uh, with Trey Henderson last year. Now, how many how many how many more years does BJ have? He's got two more years left on his contract? Uh, he signed a three year deal, I think. Um, so is he, is he is not he last year, year before? I think he only got one I think he's only got one year. I think this is the okay, out. So, he's got one so, year left. So that would make sense to to restructure it and extend it like they did with Trey Henderson because yeah. that was one that honestly I was surprised like, because of because of drafting Miles Murphy that I did not think Trey Henderson was going to I thought it was going you know what it would have been this year right he'd been gone 
or mm-hmm. next year. I can't. I did not think they were going to. And, and meanwhile, Henderson goes for what? 16 and a half sacks. Right. And he's one yeah. of the best in the league. And right. now you got him at 20 mil. Boom, Boom baby. That's how you do it. Now, Paul's got a, uh, I don't know if he can do that. I, I guess you can do this. He said, uh, if you want to save cap space, why not offer T top 10 cash and save the tag? So well, you'd, have, you'd, have, you'd have to, that would be a contract extension though. You'd have to do it's, that. It's the guarantees, Paul. It's the guarantees. The Bengals, the Bengals are, are having a hard time because I think when I looked back at some of the contracts that David Mulligetta set up for players, majority of those contracts were anywhere from 55 to 75% guaranteed. And so the Bengals don't like to give out that guaranteed money, so to speak, uh, when they feel like, you know, they, they could still get great production out of them and then be able to replace them in the future, right? The thing is, too, but most, most time Bengals contracts are guaranteed. They don't usually – they let the players play out the contract most this, of the time. I mean, what, what – This is outside mixing? the element. Outside yeah, the element. Did, brand new thing Yeah, what them. they did the mixing is different. They, they, they've never done that where they, they got a guy to take less. That's, I think that's the first time that I can remember them restructuring somebody and he and, and they restructured in, in less money that he got, which, I mean – Mixon didn't have much of a choice to be honest. If they cut him, he I don't I still don't think he would have got what the Bengals gave him. I mean, no, I, just, I just again not Mixon hate. <laughs> just I just want you all to understand this because I don't I don't think that people understand with Mixon. He's being paid five point seven five million this year, and the three million dollar bonus is in that number. Okay. So in order to cut him, they would have to dead cap two point seven five mil. So it doesn't make sense to go out and get another running back when you've already cut a guy for 2.75. It makes sense to draft one as his replacement, right? Right. Uh, on top of that, like people need to also understand a cap hit of 8.85. The savings off of that is 6.1 million. So again, it doesn't make sense to go out and get a Deontay Foreman, a Tony Pollard, you know, a Zach Moss because these guys are going to want four or five mil per. That cap hit is going to be like you're you're literally saving a million dollars and you don't even know if you're getting better at running back. It, it's right. it's literally just a luck strategy. Yeah. So the Bengals are not going to do that. They they yeah, have never done that. No, no, I don't I don't, I don't see see them doing. Like I said, I don't see them doing anything that I've, I've talked about them doing. I, it's just it's just it's just the point to me is like if you could do that, like like I would I would like to know if you were to cut B.J. Hill and you were to cut Mixon. And you can you get three guys that you that you can't get right now, which uh, well you can't you can get them, but you couldn't get any depth. And I mean Jonah, and I mean T, and I mean Ezebuke. If I'm saying his name right, if you get those three under the cap and add, you know, some tier guys, lower tier guys to that offensive line depth and defensive line depth. That to me, or restructure BJ, that'd be mm-hmm. fine too. To me, that is. Really intriguing, <laughs> to be honest. It, it, it was like I said. I don't know if the numbers fit under that or not. You, like I said, you would know better than than I would about that. I think the Bengals have enough money to go get. I think they have enough money to go get Jermaine Ulmanior and Trent Brown. Like I think that both those guys could be signed to the Bengals, and then people are like, "Well, there goes the need for right tackle," and then maybe the Bengals Which, target guard in the draft. And now we've well, got a real. Now we well we're gonna have a great conversation because we're gonna be right. talking about hey there's great depth right there if they go grab J- J- like a Zach Zinner from Michigan JPJ and JPJ J- Jackson, 
Jackson Powers Johnson. That 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 dude. Like if he's, um, if he's there, and they have gotten Illuminor or they've gotten Brown, I'm getting that dude, and I'm either, um, putting him at guard or I'm putting him at center, moving Ted, Ted the guard. One of the two. I probably put him at guard and let Ted finish. Finish his career. And I love Ted Karras. Cannot hate hate. I love Ted Karras. It's been on my, on my show. But that that's the thing is you got to have position and it'll be position versatility because according position to, to Dale, yeah. yeah, he's played according to Dale. Uh, Jackson Power Shots has played guard. He's played center. He's played uh, I think left tackle or right tackle. Yep. He's played a lot he's of like, positions. He's, so he's like your 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 Clint Bowling, maybe mm-hmm. your Dennis Rowland type player, right? Where you could pretty much plug them in anywhere. The the Ravens have one um, in, in Patrick McCarry. They can pretty much put him anywhere, right? And and if somebody's out in, in any of those positions, McCarry just steps in and he plays like the guy never left. Yeah. So well, I, and, and I the think thing is, that's if a good get, idea. And if you get Jackson Powers Jonathan, that's your center for the next 10 years. I mean, that, that, that dude is, is – and it gives us more athleticism because that's the other thing we need to add to this offensive line is – more athletes. We're not. I mean, yeah. they're athletes, but but they're 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 not as athletic as other offensive lines are. I'll put it that way. Sure. Yes. What is Chop yes, saying? Chop said said uh, you should just root for a good team like LSU. I I don't. You just start. <laughs> you like literally. You just started rooting for LSU the last two years. I root for the Bearcats my entire life. So. <laughs> uh, all right, Brad. Oh, the Brad's uh, talking to Paul. Uh, but yeah, that it's gonna be interesting. We're, we're gonna start getting things ramped up here the the the, the next week or so because uh, next weekend is the combine, which I'm gonna go to. I love going to the combine. Oh, I'm going like one day. I'm trying to go Saturday when the quarterbacks are there, and like next week starts the 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 free agent tampering, which for, they're already talking. I'm like, I don't care what anybody says. They're already talking to these guys. And, and they're they're texting contracts. They're texting. They they're already texting. talking. They're always texting. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't care. I don't care what people say. That's why you know the stroke of midnight or whatever when free agency hits, there are already contracts that are already signed or, or they agreed to. I mean, Alex they, they, they didn't do that just three days. days. What? It was like two minutes in the free agency last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> or two years they, ago. They didn't start. Yeah, they didn't start negotiating this contract, you know, and, and get it all hammered out in three days. Like that doesn't. They don't. They don't go that fast. I mean, if that's true, then we would have signed T. Higgins a long time ago. We would have signed Jesse Bates a long time ago. You know, we could hammer, hammer these contracts out a little better. But we're getting to the the exciting point of the offseason because this, this week has kind of been slow. There hasn't been a, a whole lot to talk about here. But we also have uh, the Reds and their first uh, spring training game is Saturday. Uh, dude, I'm... I, I, this is me, I, and I always say orange-colored sunglasses. This is me with red-colored sunglasses. We got the most talent on this team mm-hmm. in baseball. Yes. In baseball. Yes. The guys that we have, we have the most talent. If they all play like we think they can, and that includes the starting pitchers, yes. we, could, we could run away with this thing. We could. We, we, I, in my opinion, we have more talent than we know what to do with. We have more position players than we got spots, and they all can play. So that that's the exciting thing about this team, and the the bullpen I think is going to be a, a lot better because even uh, the the word is Buck Farmer has come in and quote unquote the best shape of his life and is really throwing the ball really well. Graham Ashcraft I think is going to have a breakout year. Hunter Green is working on finally you know a changeup, a cutter. If dude, if Hunter Green can add a cutter, just a cutter, and it looks the same as fastball, 
It's going yeah. to help him out so because he, he's got to get people off his fastball. He can throw the 100 miles yeah. an hour. Good. The splitter. The yeah. Splitter. Mm-hmm. So so he's going to be start utilizing a splitter. Uh, same with uh, same with uh, uh, Lucas Sims also utilizing a splitter to help with his closing pitch. Uh huh. Eliminate the walks. Start striking guys out. Green was already doing that, but uh, for the Reds, man, it's all about health. Ashcraft, yeah, Lolo, oh. Green, all hurt last year. The Reds mm-hmm. have signed guys that can step in if they end up getting hurt this year. Uh, and then also Abbott, you know, in all the innings that he had to pitch last year kind of came crashing down towards the end of the season. But the Reds stay healthy, man. I, they could be the Diamondbacks this year. Oh, yeah. They, they could be better than the Diamondbacks, I think. I think we got more talent than, than uh, in, in position-wise. Now we talk about health. Uh, Matty Bats. Matt McLean is already hurt. He's he's basically shut down for a week because yeah. he's got he uh, hurt his oblique. It's not in the same spot, which is good, I guess, but it's also a concerning thing. They got to figure out what he's doing to hurt that. For what I've read and heard, is he took a whole lot of swings with the bat, <laughs> and you hurt your oblique in baseball. You you use that at every all the time. I mean, you're bending down to pick up, especially as an infielder, you're bending down to pick up ground balls. Second baseman, you're twisting to make the turn. You're swinging a bat. I mean, that's a a, a injury that he's got to figure out what he's doing to aggravate yeah. that and not do that. that. That is concerning because for me, Game On, when Matt McLean got hurt last year, that's when we fell out of the race. I and mean, we only fell out by two games. But I think Matt McLean is a big, big piece to that, to that club as far as what he does on the field and off the field, his leadership, stuff like that. I, I think I think he's honestly a future captain of this team, to be honest. And uh, and that showed last year. I think when he he wasn't in the lineup. Yeah, yeah. I I told you. I mean, I, I gotta blame this on myself. I gotta blame this on myself. I'm on the I'm show the still, dude. <laughs> That's my son. My son's calling I'm, me. I'm on the show still. I'm the one that said that McLean was going to be the MVP this year, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take full responsibility, people. I'm gonna lower my expectations a little bit more. He's gonna come back healthy, and maybe he'll outshine what my what my initial expectations were. Exactly. Yeah. Porchard. I call Matty Bax. Uh, Porchard calls him die, die Hard Dinger. <laughs> die Hard Dinger. I love that from him. Matt McLean. Oh. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> and, and dude, if, if and the big thing. The Dread Prince, Ellie De La Cruz, because mm. he wears the dreads and people dread to play him. He, if he can become the best player in baseball, which he has every uh, potential to do that, if he yeah. can do that, which means he got he needs to get consistent in his swing. He said he wants to steal eighty bases, and I could totally see him doing that. You know, easy. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's his favorite thing to do. So, dude, it's 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 really 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 exciting about what the Reds could do this year. I'm I'm excited about it. They, um, they just have, they yeah. just have like, and, and the other thing too, one of the things that I felt like let us down last year was kind of the relief pitching as well. You know, we, we, know we, had, you're good. Keep, yeah, go ahead. We, 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 go ahead. we had the starting, we had the starting pitching down and the relief pitching was kind of, you know, letting us down a little bit. Right. And then once the starting right. pitching went down, the relief pitching was good, but starting pitching wasn't good. Now I think we got the best of both worlds. We've signed guys that could step in for our starters. We've also signed relievers that are darn good, have been in the league for a long time, and have had success at multiple levels. So, I mean, this 
this year, I, I expect this team to be very, very competitive. And, I mean, now that I think about it a little bit more, maybe we're the Texas Rangers instead of the yeah. Arizona Diamondbacks right there. How about hey, that? I'll, I'll, take, I'll take that. They won, the, they won the World Series. I mean, and like I said, Reds won the World Series this year. Bengals win the, the Super Bowl. FC wins wins the, the, the Cup. Dude, it, it's Champanati. That, that's, that's the new name for Cincinnati. Champanati. And we're living well, large, baby. Exactly. All right, game on. You've been on for I, I dude. I, I kept going. I'm like, dude, it's an hour and three minutes. That's probably why he's calling me, thinking I'm off the show. So, I'll end it here. I appreciate you coming, on. dude. Like I said, you come on here, we can talk for like two hours of, of Cincinnati sports. I I appreciate it. Uh, plugs and stuff. Go make sure you go check out him and Ace and Zimmon on, on the spaces. They they kill it every single day. But plugs and stuff before I let you go there, game on. Yeah, man. Uh, well, first of all, I appreciate you because, you know, this is my Zen time away from, you know, the kids and the wife and all that. So I yep. appreciate this. But uh, yeah, spaces every single day. People, there's a purple bar at the top of your Twitter screen. And there's probably a Bengal space open. Click on it. Click into it. Start listening to that. You can even listen anonymously if you don't want yourself. To I do that most of the time. I'll, I'll just sit and, there and listen. <laughs> and, and look. There are passionate conversations. These guys know football. These guys talk X's and O's, and they're going beyond what you hear on television, beyond what you hear in the media. We're starting to break down coverages. We're going over schemes. We're going over play fits. We're talking about how the Bengals can take this to the next el- to the next level. I mean, th- this is stuff you definitely got to hear if you're a Absolutely. Bengals fan. Absolutely. And the thing is, real quick on the Bengals again, dude, I'm not scared of this offseason. I-, I-, I trust in Duke. I trust in the Bengals. They're going to do what we need to do to get that dub, to get that ring, to get that Super Bowl. I, I'm like, people are like, oh, we got a lot of holes. Like, but they're all fillable, and we got the money to do it. And you know, so, I, I, I just want to be able to draft an offensive lineman and the plug and play guy. <laughs> That's my only concern. I want that guy to actually work because it has to happen. Anyway, game on. I appreciate you, brother. We definitely gonna have to do this again. This has been so much fun. Let's do it again, man. Keep keep good, keep right? keep messaging me. Let's get back in the car. Let's do it again. I like it. I'm in my studio. You're in your studio in the car. I like it. That's right. That's right. In the car with Game On. All right. Hey, I, I, I like that. I like that. That's what we call it. In the car with Game On. There you got the segment. All right, dude. Take it easy, All brother. Right. Yep. Go check out Game On. Like I said, dude, he, dude, he is awesome in spaces. He does great stuff. Go follow him on Twitter. He does, I'll go check him out on, on Chatterbox Sports. He does talk uh, about the Bengals uh, there after every game. Uh, he might be doing something. I should ask him about that. He's going to do something in the summertime there with Chatterbox Sports. But go check him out there. Uh, I appreciate everybody watching. Make sure you check out tomorrow's show, which I will have my boy, Trags, Mike Petraglia. Unless he cancels on me. Um, he is, I think he's still out in Arizona. So we can uh, get some insight from him of who, what he's seen there, who he's interviewed, stuff like that. So it will be... Reds talk and tracks on there so we can talk Bengals too as well. So it won't just be Reds. And I'm trying to trying to cover more stuff here. You know, football season. Well, football football season is never over. We can always talk draft. We can always talk off season. But there's so much more stuff to talk about in this city. And I'm really going to try to talk uh, FC Cincinnati as well too because it is a Cincinnati team. They are a good team. Um, I've kind of drunk my feet on trying to get to know the players, get to know the rules. I started changing that last year and trying to figure out what's going on. Cause last thing I want to do is come on here and not know what I'm talking about. So, and nobody wants to listen to a guy who just makes stuff up and has no idea what he's talking about. Whether you agree with my opinion or not, I want to make sure I have an opinion about it. So 
That's what sports talk is. And like I said, don't ever take any of this stuff seriously. This is supposed to be fun. This is a fun show. Try to get your mind off of what's going on in your day-to-day. Hang out. Chill out. Crack over a beer. Not while you're driving. If you're listening to it in the car, appreciate it. Make sure you check it out. Share the show out. Check it out on all my uh, broadcasting formats. Uh, I'm on ZTV online. Which you go check ZTV online out there. they got a lot of cool stuff. Uh, we got writers on there now covering uh, the Reds and Bengals. Also, they, they're covering Indianapolis sports too as well. Uh, they got guys writing about the Pacers, the Colts. So a lot of cool stuff on there. Make sure you check that out. Also on, on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, or X, Rumble. Make sure you guys hit the thumbs up. Share it out. I appreciate it. Shout out to my sponsors. I appreciate you guys. Midwest Best uh, Barbecue, Tea Properties, Jackpot Joey, of course, and Meyer Door and Window. Shout out to all of them. I appreciate the support. If you guys would like to support the channel, it would be uh, I would greatly appreciate it. We could do a little commercial like I do for Midwest Best. Uh, if I get more uh, sponsors, we'll make them, and the commercials will pop up uh, during the week. Also, they pop up in the background. So uh, some people say it's distracting, which I, I I mean, it just gives you something different to look at. So, And, and also, it helps my sponsors out. So make sure you guys go check them out. Other than that, you guys have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow. Throw it up. That's your sports, baby. See ya!